Yeah. Know you can hear me. I can hear you. I can hear you. Am yeah, I, you I said, am you, I sorted, right? But Yeah, but the question was to um, Emil. Oh, sorry. I thought it was doesn't... me. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, no, I'm good to go when you are, man. We're, we're all set up and recording. Okay. Brilliant. Awesome. All right. Um, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, cool. Right. So, everybody, welcome to Wednesday evening. Um, Clubhouse with the panel. Um, I'm your co-host, Pedro, obviously. And in company, we've got Emil, Mr. Van Wills. Hello, hello. And um, the lovely Jojo Vandal Kid. So... (laughs) right where's my head all right in the game let's get in the game right so um a few house rules um what we're basically gonna do we're picking up where we left off with our um just one question series so just um, a quick recap in terms of how the format works um we'll basically have a dialogue with jojo uh, for about half hour, 25 minutes or so. We'll pick her brains in terms of her thoughts, opinions in regards to what's going on in culture and more specifically um, how she sees things in her realm of um, things. And then around about half past eight or so, we'll open up the floor. So if any of you have any questions for Jojo in amongst what we have discussed or potentially any questions that may have arisen that you'd like to ask um we'll open we'll basically invite you onto the stage um give you your opportunity to ask the question in which um jojo will answer we will remind you all that are listening that um please be respectful in regards to your question and um jojo will hold or reserve rights to answer or not answer questions that she feels is not in keeping with the spirit of this session. So um, anything that you ask that she doesn't like the sound of or thinks you're coming with an off energy, um, she has full permission to shut it down. So um, I guess I hope that's all clear. But you guys are a mature bunch. You know what's up. So we're not going to... be about the bush too much longer and we'll get this session underway. Jojo, as I've said already, it's amazing to have you on. Um, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. And um, I just want to start by asking for those of them, for our audience who may not know exactly who you are or what you do, is it possible you can give a nice brief background in terms of who you are what you do, your status in the scene, and all that lovely stuff in between. Yeah, sure. First of all, thanks for having me, guys. Um, uh, oh, sorry. I've, I've, have I got an echo, guys? I don't know. No, no, you're clear. You're good. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, just checking. Um, yeah, okay, so thanks for having me. Um, I've been part of the panel for a little bit. Um, I'm Jojo, as we've all established. Um, so I guess I can give a little intro about myself. Um, so I am a brand strategist and stylist within fashion. Um, my main thing or the main thing I enjoy doing is 
finding new brands and connecting them the brands with people or connecting brands with each other so if they want to work on campaigns um if they want to do pop-ups if they need to understand who to seed um my role is basically to be on the pulse with uh fashion uh, primarily um uk and europe but obviously connected globally um and just making sure i know which other new brands are coming who the tastemakers are um what's happening what collaborations are going on the way the industry is moving um yeah and all things in between just understanding pretty much the culture of fashion um yeah in a nutshell that is that is what i do um i enjoy it and it's probably been about uh i want to say six years now um started off running a fashion segment of um a music platform and yeah from there I decided to go sort of freelance running my blog Vandalway um and that just gives me the opportunity to connect with new designers from across the globe really and then from there it just kind of realized I kind of had a knack for it and yeah kept in touch with a lot of designers and PRs and then yeah started being invited to um inform some decisions and that's where I am today really awesome that's lovely that's that's beautiful stuff um just gonna pick apart a few things you said in your intro just so that our audience can get um, a better flavor for what you do um you mentioned um in your intro um that you basically look out for new brands and you're on the pulse Uh, My first question to you is, how easy is it to find new brands or brands that you feel that you have a a connection with? Um, I think it's really easy, to be honest. Um, Instagram is the best way to do that. Yeah, Instagram is the best way to do that. Like, every brand I've found is yeah has been from Instagram whether it's you know somebody resharing a photo shoot and you know I might see a pair of trousers in the photo shoot and be like oh those are dope and then I do some investigation to find out who made those um whether it's influencers sharing clothes what yeah like even the explore page yeah Instagram it's it's fairly easy I can if I wanted to I can find a new brand every day you know so there's definitely I have a backlog currently have a backlog of brands that I'm yet to share with other people okay okay wait and you said um being on the pulse in terms of new brands what what, being a little bit more specific what is it you you personally look for in terms of um as an identifier to something that you actually connect I know you use IG as a vehicle as you Uh just but uh-huh. what, what specifically are you looking for in terms of that mm-hmm. x factor so to speak oh yeah good question um to be honest there's a few things um the first thing i look for is do i like it and by do i like it that doesn't necessarily mean i would wear it just do i like it can i recognize that this is something that whoa this is dope even if it's not my style i can recognize it as dope for somebody else that's the first thing that I look for. The second thing probably would be longevity. Like some brands or designers, they make one good piece and that's it. There's nothing else in the catalogue. Um, so is there more? 
you know, does it have a signature motif that they can carry on? You know, there's some brands, there's specific things that they do throughout all of their collection that lets you know that this is made by them, you know? Um, so do they have a signature motif? That's always like a winning factor. And also, is it, could I see it gaining traction? Some brands, by the time I've, you know, found out about them, they've already gained traction. And that's fine, you know, if I like it, I'll still go ahead with it. Um, if it's um, right for the time as well, I'll, I'll definitely go ahead with it. Um, but yeah, if, is it, it like something that I can see loads of people, you know, wearing? Is it already catching on? Um, those are the kind of things. And some, to be honest, the, the brands that excite me most are the ones that people haven't cottoned on to yet, but I know they will. And seeing them progress into that phase is always very um affirming for me because then I'm like yeah okay I, I definitely was right about this brand um so yeah those are the kind of things I'm looking for super awesome stuff you mentioned um longevity and timeless and I'm going to pick up on those as a, a key phrase um only because of personally speaking where I feel and relating this to sneaker culture where I feel we're at at the moment whereby a lot of the um Specifically, a lot of the collaborations that we encounter today, um, mm. there are thoughts and opinions that there isn't any longevity or they're not timeless. That mm. um, products that come into the scene a few years down the road, they don't age very well. It's very here and now. And I just wanted to know what your thoughts are in regards to that. Um, well, yeah, basically what your thoughts are in regards to the the collabs that come out uh, um, in regards to sneakers and its lack of timelessness or longevity. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, I think there's two ways you can look at it. I know a lot of people are like, oh yeah, these collabs, people are just doing it because it's, oh, it's just a here and now, da, 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 da. But I think in my opinion, there's always a place for the here and now. Um, like not everything has to be like when it comes to collabs, not everything has to be long-term partnership, you know, like if you see it as a one-off projects, you know, if, if this was like, you know, if you treat it as a business or whatever, there's certain things that will be, you know, one-off projects and there's other things that will be lifelong partnerships, you know? Um, so I've, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, the collabs, overkill, da, da, da. there's a place for it, but for here and now, that's great. This is not, you know, these businesses, they're capitalising off of what is, you know, what's hot in the moment, blah, blah, blah. And sometimes they get it wrong. You know, the two two brands that think they work well together perhaps don't don't execute well together. Um, but there's, in my opinion, there's definitely a place for, you know, one-offs. Um, and it's kind of what keeps the buzz going. You know, if everything was a long-term, long-term partnership, there would be no um hype or buzz you know so i'm here for it awesome 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 stuff and now um coming coming back out and and i guess um presenting a holistic overview so to speak um what i mean i know you traverse both worlds in terms of sneaker culture and the fashion world given the nature of what you do what are your thoughts in regards to the marriage of the two together do you think that there's um, um, there's a longevity to it, or do you think it's just a cash grab in terms of maximizing on um, a space that has presented itself through various means? Um, that's a really good question. Um, 
I, I actually do think there's a longevity in it. I think it's, they are intertwined with one another, like sneakers and fashion, um, and have been for a long time, um, but it's obviously becoming more prevalent nowadays. Um, yeah, I think 100% there is definitely um, longevity in it, but I think the way in which that gets rolled out might be more subtle as time goes on. It might not be oh, I don't know, every year we get a big collab, like, I don't know, Nike and Dior. It might be that, you know, I don't know, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. It might be that, you know, a high fashion brand does a a long partnership with a more, like, obscure part of Nike. So maybe if they did, like, ACG with another brand, you know, like, just for the ACG range, you know, as a long-term kind of thing, you know, you could kind of, like, look at, like... um. Adidas, um, Y3, you know, that's been going on for, like, however long. Um, so in that kind of vein, I think it could work. Okay, 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 okay. Um, right, where was I? Okay, moving on. Um, in fact, before I continue, Jojo, there's a little mm. bit of feedback on your... Uh... There is. Oh, I don't really know how to resolve that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to try. Okay. Um, but apparently, if I take off my case, that might make it better. So I'll try that. Okay, no problem. Um, in the meanwhile, I just let me just bring Emil in. Emil, do you have any questions at this point, or are you happy for me to continue? No, if Emil is there, you go right ahead, sir. I'm, 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 I'm happy. Uh, I'm okay. Happy All right, no problem. So here we are. Um, in terms of um, the fashion world, sneaker culture, and the marriage, and in and in that, obviously, um, the growth, the growth of the influencer within both the fashion world and the sneaker culture, and that crossover which um, which it has produced. Specifically, what I want to do is kind of um, zero in on the female aspect of this marriage that um, that that I'm looking to kind of drill in for the next few moments, and I just wanted to get your thoughts um, or your opinion rather on the same female sneakerheads uh, purporting to be the voice for all women within your within the culture and i just want i just want to hear your opinion in regards to whether you think it's the case it's not the case whether there are um, enough representation from the female aspects and just how you see things from a female point of view okay so would sorry let me just make sure i understand the question sure can you just rephrase it for me is it in terms of do you want me to talk about whether female sneakerheads should be speaking on behalf of all women or yes exactly that okay um when you say on behalf of all women is is this in terms of like size inclusivity is that what we're talking about i think i even think beyond the scope of inclusivity i i feel like that subject in of itself has been exhausted but yeah i think there are other narratives which have been what I would what I would call undercooked. So, and when I say that, what I'm actually referring to, uh, basically, 
women of color, so Asian women, black women specifically, mm-hmm. and the, so, uh, we have or we appear to have one voice which somewhat is representative of all women, which some don't mind, some have issues with it. And I just wanted your vantage point in regards to how you see it. Okay. Um, I personally don't think there's a problem with women speaking up for other women. Um, obviously, you could speak up for, for, you know, you could make a general claim or say something like, oh, I don't know, I don't like the women's colorways. And another woman could turn around and be like, well, I think they're fine. Um, but that's just a difference of opinion. You, I think you'll find that generally most women will agree that, like, you know, things like women's colorways are sometimes a bit dead or the quality is a bit rubbish. But at the same time, I understand, I understand that when it comes to these type of things where, you know, you ask, you know, one person to, you know, provide an opinion, I understand that it can feel like this is your one shot to almost say something that you don't agree with or say something that you would like to see changed. So it makes sense why, you know, a lot of women are coming to the forefront and bringing up, you know, grievances and da 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 because it's like in an industry where you're not often asked, you know, what's your opinion on this or what would you like, you know, up until very recently, when you do get the opportunity to do that, of course you're going to focus on the negatives and the things that you would like to see changed. So I have no issue, to be honest, with, Women coming forward and saying, you know, we want better sizes, we want better colorways, we want better collabs. Um, and anyway, it's for the good of the community as a whole, you know. Like, you know, making all these, you know, make it, shrink it and pink it and stuff like that. Like, we don't need that all the time, you know. Like, even in, like, the running shoes department, you look at how the women's is versus the men's. Like, you know, it's it's very different. So, to be honest, it's for the good of the community at the end of the day I don't see I I haven't personally heard of an opinion of the sneaker culture from a woman that has been detrimental to the sneaker community does that make sense like an opinion that has been negative because at the end of the day okay I get that sometimes some guys might be like oh why is the shoe only a women's size and like I really want it but for the for the general like satisfaction and appeasing of the community as a whole the opinions that are being put forward are valid and they're helpful so i have no problems with it awesome awesome and um just to um follow on from um your explanation do you, given we're now further on down the road in regards to the rise of um, females within um sneaker culture and the fact that women generally are crossing over from the fashion world into um, sneaker culture. Do you think um, brands on the whole now are better at representing or allow uh, representing females um, within within the sneaker culture? Do I think what? Sorry. Sorry. Do I do you think that uh, brands are better in terms of um, how they portray? In fact, let me rephrase it. In terms of how they portray women within within the sneaker culture, how do I think they portray them well? Yes, better, better than than mm. um, than previously. Um, I think, I think this is an interesting. 
sorry, I think what Henry's getting at is that do you feel that there's been any progress? Yes, um, yeah. Since and women have been speaking up. This and, is an and, interesting and, question yeah. because as much as like I don't really like um giving people pats on the backs for doing things that they should be doing. Um like it's not exactly like the brands are going above and beyond, um, in my opinion. Um, so the the answer is really yes and no. Yes, of course, if if you're gonna, you know, compare, you know, like for like, okay, is there more representation? Yes. Is there have there been more female collabs? Yes. Have there been more inclusive sizing? Yes. Is it enough? No. And am I gonna reward you just because you did more? No. Because at the end of the day, I'm a woman and I'm a consumer just like everybody else. So I should be catered to. So it's like, yeah, it's better, but so what? Like, it's still not anywhere near where it needs to be. Like, as much you can give me, you know, 50,000 collabs or whatever, but then you have like wage gaps between men's, male and female sports. So, mm. yeah, like, mm mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a no from me, dog. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. So I, I guess at the moment where where I say where we are, I think where we are holistically within the sneaker culture, um, if I've understood you correctly, is that brands have improved, but they still got a long way to go. Would, would you say that's a, a fair assessment of, of the current status? What do you mean, sorry, Pedro? sorry so i said just to recap what you've just said on that answer so mm. would you say um brands have improved but they've still got a long way to go in regards yes. to yeah that's the nicer way of putting it yes yeah like they've improved but they've got a long way to go okay awesome right we'll leave that segment alone for now and um just rewinding a bit um in going back back going back to your intro whereby you mentioned um you look for new brands um in terms of being on the polls what's up and coming what's popping what's not and um also that can come from various sources and that particularly uh, from influencers and um i just want to find out or i just want to know from your opinion is the role of an influence? Oh, no, in fact, let me rephrase the question. Okay. How valuable of a, um, influence? How valuable of um, the role of an influencer do you think? Um, no, I've not worded that correctly. Let me let me rephrase that. In terms of uh, Come on, Henry, <laughs> I'm actually. Do you know what? I'm actually flustered. I don't even know why. I don't. I don't understand what's going on with myself. But let you me. Better let not me be put... nervous today. <laughs> Think, okay, uh, I'll put it. I, I think uh, it might be sympathy hot flushes. Uh, <laughs> I know JoJo's making him nervous, but I've never seen him like this ever. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, so what am I trying to say? I'm basically trying to say the role of the influencer. How important is it today within both the within the marriage of fashion, fashion world, and sneaker culture? That's basically what I'm asking. Mm, yeah. Okay. Um. I think it's important, you know, like I know people they hate influencers, even influencers hate being called influencers, blah blah blah. But everybody has a role to play, you know. And 
they are there to, you know, create ripples and to show people what might be possible, you know, with whether it's with one item of clothing, whether it's with a lifestyle image, you know, they're there to show people this is what you can do with what you have. And then to also inspire people to want certain things, you know, there's times you might think, you know, you might see an item and think nothing of it. And then you see it on some influencer and you're like, hmm, that's actually quite nice, you know. And sometimes you're actively being influenced and you're aware that you are. And other times it's a lot more subtle, you know, you don't even realise why you've, you know, gone out and bought an Averex or something, you know. Mm. Um, so definitely it is important. Um, it's a cheaper form of marketing. Um, and yeah, they have, they have a role, whether, you know, whether people like it or not, or whether people think it's disingenuous or can come across disingenuous or whatever, it, it's a role, like they're advertising something to you. And more than that, they're showing you how to incorporate said thing into your life, you know? So it's, you know, it's, it's very different. Like, you know, back in the days, I mean, they still do it. You might have, for example, like a perfume, you watch the advert, it's some random supermodel, you know, on a building in a flowy dress trying to sell the perfume. And you'd figure, how the hell does this relate? Like, you know, what does this smell like? What is this? Like the narrative makes no sense. And that's ad for a perfume. Whereas today you can get someone like Jackie Aynar or Melissa's wardrobe post a perfume telling you guys, bro, like, this smells sick, like, honestly, it smells like this, da 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 before you know it, you're buying it, you know, so, mm. there's 100% a role for it. Awesome, awesome, and I guess, in the, um, in telling the story, in regards to, um, the wares that, um, that they're portraying on, on the socials, is, is one aspect more important than the other, and when I say that, what I mean is, is the clothing more important than the shoes or is the shoes more important than the clothing? <laughs> no, they're equally important, you know. They are equally, in my opinion, anyway, they're equally important. Like, a lot of people, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, you be throwing <laughs> on the freshest kicks, but them clothes, though, <laughs> them clothes, they, they're haggard, crying out, you know, like, <laughs> don't do that. Like, it's equally important. I don't, I'm not one to be like, you gotta be in the you know, some super expensive outfit. Like, don't do that. Like, don't like. I don't even like stuff like that. Anyway, like, they're equally important. You could equally again. You could have. You know, you could have a full head to toe Gucci fit, and then you're slapping some weird kicks on the end of it, and the whole thing is just off. You know. Do you see that? A lot? So, do I see that a lot? Where people dress, mm. wear expensive clothes. Yeah, well, oh. let's say, for instance, e- either or. So if they wear a really good pair of trainers and then have a dead fit, or if they got... hundred percent. Really I'll tell you how I see it in both. I'll tell you how I see it in both. Rappers will wear great clothes in the... Like, wh- when I say great clothes, I mean, like, big, big price, high-ticket price clothes. Horrible, 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 horrible fit. Like, it just, it doesn't make sense. You, it looks like you've gone to the store, you said, buy me, give me the most expensive items, you put it on, and it's like, this is incoherent. What is this? Like, this is, it just doesn't make sense. And then the reverse, I normally see that with young kids, you know, that they've, I don't know whether they've asked their mom to get them the latest drop or, you know, they've been lucky enough on sneakers and they're like, oh, my days, I've got Travis's, da, 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 i got this, i got that. And then the rest of the fit is just off. 
because it's like you've managed to get your money to buy the the kicks but then the clothes are the clothes that your mum bought for you and it's just just not like it's not adding up you know so yeah I I see that a lot like you know obviously each of their own or whatever but everything should just be balanced like if you're gonna wear you know some fresh kicks like you don't even have to wear expensive clothes especially even though I don't like it but especially in the age of fast fashion like you can get nice clothes very cheaply and like tastefully execute them you know Mm. so Mm. yeah I I think definitely that it is just as important as each other I hear that I hear that putting you on the spot what's Mm. the worst fit you've ever seen the best fit I've ever seen yeah the best and then the worst oh oh geez the best fit I've ever seen (laughs) okay right this is this is actually hard, but I've seen can I can I name like three? Yeah, sure. Three? Go okay. It. Okay. And some will be generic and some will be specific. Um on when was it? Last Friday, I went out with my friend T. She wore an amazing fit. It was like a, a puffer jacket from a brand called Noki. Um she had some cream pants. Um I can't remember what the trainers were. They were bait shorts and then the trainers, I can't remember what they were, but fire. It was basically a mixture of browns, orange, cream, and then mockers. That was it, with mockers to, like, um, tie it all in together. Hard fit. Like, very, very nice. Other fits that I've seen that are also fire. A lot of times the fits that are posted on Grailed, on their, on their Instagram. Okay super nice fits um there's a guy on there called um that's been featured on there called justin boone really nice fits does a lot with um rings like he wears a lot of rings stuff like that like i really like him for um his style um another good fit i would say actually a lot of good fits that i've seen as well come from new york like people based in new york so a lot of the girls living in new york whether it's um Alani, aka uh, I think uh, was good, um, or Anissa Dash, or any of the guys that do um, Amy Leon Door, like their fits, cold. Wow, 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 wow! And the worst? Oh, question. Oh, yeah. Go on. Jojo, do do you ever find that you get random people jumping into your DMs asking you for advice on how to dress? Um, to be honest, the main advice I get is what trainers to buy the main the main questions i ask is what trainers to buy um occasionally yeah people will say like fam does this look good you know does it not um my friends obviously they just ask me outright and of of course i i help them but in terms of random people in my dms it's mainly can i buy your kicks do you know how where i can buy these kicks um yeah yeah (laughs) so kicks more so than um clothing items Clothing is usually happens in person. Like on yeah, I don't get really random people jumping in my DMs for clothing advice, but in person, then yeah, they'll be like, Oh, uh, are you a stylist? Can you help me? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. 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 Can I just jump in right. there, Henrik? Yes, very quickly. I've I've just got an alternative. I actually think trainers are more important than the actual full fit. In a way, and I liken it to um, do you like? I like it to alloy wheels on a car. You can have a really, really nice car, and you can put some dead alloy wheels on it, and it just looks horrific. 
Whereas, <laughs> whereas you can have like a pretty basic car, you know, you can have an old classic car or whatever, put some good alloy wheels on it and everyone's looking going, oh, that's a nice car. And I think trainers have the same effect. You can just, you can put on quite a plain, almost nondescript outfit on and then you can put some popping trainers on and you'll be like, ooh, let's look, have a look at that. But if you did it the other way around, if you put on like some really nice clothes and then put some crap things on your feet, people are like, oh, oh maybe that's just me. What do we think in the group? I think you've missed you've missed this somehow. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I do think in the same vein, I've seen people who have some fire shoes, but then dress like a homeless person. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm I maybe not homeless, but I just mean like fit over good shoes. Like I couldn't care less. Like okay, you've got like you know the latest whatever whatever. Like I would personally care more about your outfit and how well it suits you than what is on your feet. You could have uh, plimsolls on if it bangs, it bangs. No, fair enough. I'm saying like, I don't know. I look at it different. I guess just I. If you just had like a plain white t-shirt on, just some plain jeans, not like something nondescript. I'm not saying dress like a homeless man, but then you put on like some <laughs> real fire on your feet. Then it really pops. But if you did it the other way around, if you had like some mad outfit on and and a pair of wean or a pair of really good trainers would lift it or would make it, and then they just put on some cheap kicks from Primark, you'd be like, eh, what? Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, I get you. So I hear that. I hear that. There's nothing to be sorry about. No, it's an interesting point. Um, I think there's a saying that um, kick kicks makes the outfit, not the outfit makes the kicks. Um, I can't remember where I heard it from, but I think that's true to uh, what Danny has said. Was that um, trying to sell you a pair I of think, I think also that, that applies... The, sorry, Emil, sorry, what were you saying, Emil? No, no, don't worry, I was just being stupid. You can, you <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I think that might even show the distinction between being a fashion person and being a sneakerhead. Like Danny obviously cares more about the kicks, like, but I'm into fashion. So the first thing I'm gonna do is my appearance. Oh no, I dress I, I dress fire as well, but I'm saying in general <laughs> <laughs> He said not me boy. <laughs> I joke, so, I'm joke. So what's what I was gonna say very quickly, um so when you when you're yeah, when you meet a person, male, female, whatever, do you go, do you automatically, does your eyes go straight to the floor and see what they're wearing? Or do you look at the ensemble, then the, the shoes? I actually look at the ensemble. Um, the shoes, I mean, you can't really help it. Like, if, if someone's, like, approaching you, you're going to, by default, you're going to see their shoes. But I'm looking at the ensemble to just see, you know, what colours are they wearing? How's the cut? What are the textures? What brand is that? Do I know it? Like, yeah. Then the shoes is like, oh yeah, finished off with a nice pair of shoes. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Danny, you want to chime in? or? No, I was going to say, I'm shoe contact before eye contact. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I'm conscious that we've gone beyond the, um, the time in which I was supposed to invite everyone up to the audience. So apologies for that. Uh, it is coming up to 20 to 9. Um, this is Wednesday evening clubhouse with the panel. Um, if you do have any questions at all for our Jojo Vandal kid, there's um, a raise hand button at the bottom. By all means, press that button. Um, either myself, Emil, 
or Dwayne will um, invite you up and then uh, you get to ask your one golden question. So, um, oh, we have uh, Mr. J-Man's world. Welcome. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> uh, I only got, I've only got one question. Um, what's okay. been your... Actually, it's got it's, there are many parts of it. It's like part A, B, C. But what's been your favourite um, styling gig so far? And before you carry this on, can I just uh, let the audience know that J Man's World is actually JoJo's brother? <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't worry. She didn't. She didn't give me this question as a as a way to cook the books. But what's been your favourite gig so far? What's been your most difficult? And if there was anybody that you would never style, who would it be? Okay. Um, good question, bro. <laughs> Favorite gig to style so far? Definitely Kehlani. Yeah, definitely. That was something I never could have imagined, thanks to my friend T. That was, yeah that was crazy to do that for you know all the post yam carnival events dinners parties club appearances blah blah blah. yeah that was dope and a really good client to work for as well so yeah that was cool um was what was the other question most difficult gig most difficult one so far most difficult one so far um i would say the yeah, the styling for High Life, um, which is on Channel 4, by the way. Quick one there. Just watch that. I think it comes on Fridays at 10 o'clock. Is that why you didn't post it? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that was just, that was, um, yeah, it was challenging still. Yeah. Sorry, for all the characters on the show? No, 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 just uh, a character on the show. Are you allowed to oh. mention names? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm going to exercise my right. I'm going to exercise my right right now. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, that was, yeah, it, it was hard. You know, it's challenging, you know, different clients have different requirements and, you know, different things work for them and, you know, time scales and stuff like that. And, First time working on anything to do with TV and the pace and not even just the pace of it, but the communication with, um, you know, production and stuff like that is hard. Yeah, it's really, really hard. Hard in what sense? It's just hard because from from a brand perspective, like you would think that TV is like the goal. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, your stuff's going to be on TV, da, da, da. The problem is, is actually these days it's not because the problem with TV is you can't get credit from TV. So it's it, unless you're like, it, especially in this case, for example, I'm working with retailers, right? Um, as opposed to individual brands. So as a retailer, TV is not very helpful to you because the things that you're selling on there, probably other retailers sell it too. It's not unique to you so having your stuff on a tv show is like mm, it's okay but how's anyone gonna know it came from this retailer you know so from a retailer perspective it's like this is not very 
helpful. This is not as helpful to us as you think it is. Um, and that makes life a lot harder because then it's like, oh, okay, do I need to then go to the individual brands? And yeah, it's tough. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mr. J Man's World, do you have any follow up questions to the ones that. I think um, he had one more, but I can't remember what his last question was. Yeah, the last one was who would you not style, even if they gave you all the money in the world and whatever? Who would you say, like, 100% definitely never going to style? Brother, I got bills to pay. <laughs> I, there's nobody I would not style. <laughs> Donald um, Trump. I don't know. I got, no, no, actually, you know what? Yeah, I actually got to think. Yeah, there's... Mm, okay, yeah, Trump, it's, it's a no. Um, I think... Mm, who would I definitely not... Start? It's, it's got to be somebody associated with something horrific, you know? Like, that's, like, the only way where it's, like, I don't even want to be associated with you. Like, you... This is not helpful to me at all. So, yeah, probably Trump... For some reason, I can't think of any like super. R. Kelly. I'm sure they exist. Oh yeah, there we go. R. Kelly. There you go. There you go. Got... There we go. I, I literally was like, nah, there must be some villains in this no world. No cap. I'm sure there's some rappers you wouldn't style still. Yeah, and I think also people that I don't feel aligned to, like as much as I'm saying I got bills, but if I'm just like this is really random left field. Like I remember one time I got um asked to do a job for oh god now this is where i forget black ink crew is that what it's called on tv yeah black yeah. Ink crew? yeah yeah, yeah I just thought, and i just thought uh no like this this is not you know and you know they had thought that that would be a really good gig for me and i was just like no absolutely not this does nothing for me i don't even watch this program you know so yeah stuff like that not really for me. But on the whole, most people, I think I'm open to it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Does that answer all your questions, Mr. J-Man's World? Yeah, yeah, all good. Lovely stuff. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, we also have um, uh, a fellow guest, but just before I do, Anton, um, you're flashing your mic. Do you want to ask a question? Yes, I would like to ask a question. Hello, Jojo. Hi, Anton. Hi, I got two questions for you. The first one is: Is it planting or planting? Oh my god! This guy. For fuck's sake! It's planting. What is wrong with this guy? It's planting. Oh, already come out from the. I'm only playing. I'm only playing. Money playing. Right. This, the real question is: Who do you think? Which country you think has the best um, dresses? Like in terms of, in male, in terms of males, who do you think? You know, what country you think is the best dresses? Oh, wow, like dresses. best dressed males. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we can open up to both males and females, Anton. Come yeah. on. No, oh, oh, no. I, sorry, my apologies. My apologies. <laughs> Where both can we male and female. Level, I was. He wants to know <laughs> the best levels. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you stop with your childers. Anyway, wow. um, <laughs> I'm only yeah. joking. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Oh. <laughs> Okay, best country males. Hmm. I might have to. Okay. Um, should I give this to males or females? No. Best country males. I might have to give it to the French. Yeah. Okay. I might have to give it to them because they the be reason? dressing. They they just they understand their cuts very well. Um. They don't they don't do too much. 
you know, they they're very chic, understated. It's it's between them and Scandinavians. I'm struggling between the two, but I might say for females, definitely Scandinavians. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Just and what's the reason? Oh, sorry, they know how to wear the most obscure brands. The way they put it on is different. Actually, wait, I need to change my mind. I'm so sorry. I'm going to give it to Scandinavians for ladies, but for men, I'm going to give it to Japan. Hey. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I have to, 100%. They, over the French. Okay. Over the French, 100%. Light years, over the French, completely. Yeah, they, wow. they are trendsetters. Like, things that I'm seeing people wearing here now, they've been wearing it. You know, like, there's people, a lot of people I know here that wear Japanese brands, they're always so well put together, so much ahead. Like, people like, I'm talking like Thierry Tech, Steve, like, bruh, they've been wearing stuff. VizVim is old to them, you know? So, yeah, like, yeah, I had to give it to the Japanese. I got to oh, give it to cool. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Thank you for answering. Awesome. Thank you for you. No worries. Right. I'm going to move the question. Thanks for your patience for those that have just come onto the stage. Um, Jazz, um, the mic, the floor's open for you to ask your question to Jojo. Big up, Jazz. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey. hey Hi, Jojo. Um, yes, by the way, so this is really interesting because I'm obviously trying to like. Like, I have a decent sneaker collection, but I just feel like I'm only now starting to try and buy, like, actual clothes. That makes sense. So this is interesting. Um, a couple of questions. So, one, how would you recommend someone gets into, like, streetwear fashion? Where would you say that they should go to find inspiration, whether that's, like, a platform or an influencer? Um, if you could style one person, who would it be? And I had one more question, which I really think is gone. If I remember it at some point, I'll ask, but I think it's gone. <laughs> okay, well, I hope you remember it. Um, my first question, how to how to find uh, your style? How would I recommend someone finding uh, their style? Oh, good style. Um, Instagram, honestly, like, I'm a very visual person. So the more I see, the more I'm inspired. So Instagram for me is like a whole nother planet. I would say... Either you go directly and, you know, pick out some influencers. Even if you see something on your Explore page and then you end up in a rabbit hole of finding more people. I remember there was a time where all I followed, all I had in my Explore page was just girls from New York. Just because their street style was amazing. So I would find one and then find another three then find another five. And it, I just kept building and building and building on it, you know. So if you find one, trust me, you're going to find some more. You know, whether it's their friends or people that they follow, whatever, 100% do it that way. Um, I think early, early, early days when I started, like, getting into fashion, the main inspiration then was, like, celebs. But now, not so much, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, Instagram and influencers, that's definitely. Um, if I could style one person... <laughs> Who would it be? Me. To be honest, <laughs> to be honest, I think I would go with um, Tiana Taylor. Um, for the simple fact that 
it for me I feel like it would be a breeze like I feel like we like the same things it would be a very easy client to work with um I'd be able to put her on some new stuff um and it would be more like a a friendship than working you know um so yeah if, if if I had the opportunity to start one person definitely it's yeah definitely between Tiana Taylor and Zendaya one of yeah but more so Tiana Taylor okay I remember yeah. my last question now go um, for it so if uh you could pick like what is your favorite brand so whether it's sneakers or <gasps> just one brand that you think yeah this is it um oh that is tough that is tough um one brand is this like I have to wear this brand like forever or um you don't have to wear them forever but it's like no this is this is kind of it like they're doing it right oh okay 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 oh can I pick two okay um (laughs) if okay because you said one brand but trust me i like more than one brand but because you said one brand i'm gonna say casablanca i'm definitely gonna say casablanca like just because from summer right through to winter they've got it like 100 percent, they've got it like they oh honestly the things that come down their runway is next level like even like ski resort clothing Bruh, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I feel like Casablanca just hits the spot. Okay, thank you for answering my questions. No worries, um, girl. No worries, man. Appreciate the questions, Jazz. And good to um, hear from you too. Yes, uh, yes, you too. Okay, we're moving on to Creparella. Um, the stage is yours to ask Jojo your one question, if you're there, Creparella. Hi, Jojo. Hi, everyone. Hey. Okay. Um, firstly, it's Team Plantain. Just want to someone to clear that up. Sorry, facts. Um, <laughs> secondly, um, Jojo, I did see um, quite a while ago. I can't. I think it was maybe early this year. I can't remember what designer it was, but they basically said they don't know how long the whole casual smart thing is going to last in terms of the whole. You know, it's now trendy to wear joggers here, there and everywhere. Do you agree with that? Or do you think that is something that we've now, it's just part of, you know, I know obviously fashion evolves here and there, but it is, being honest, one of those trends that I thought would kind of have died out by now. What What is your kind of opinion on the whole super casual thing? Mm, um. Okay, I... um. Personal choice. I don't actually really own many um tracksuits or sweatsuits or whatever people want to call them. Um, but that's my personal choice. I feel like it's lazy. Um, like it's it's all right if you're like popping to the corner shop or whatever. But if you're saying like this is me when I'm meeting people and this is me expressing myself, you're expressing yourself as a lazy person, in my opinion. But so from that perspective. I do feel like I agree with whoever it was that made that statement. I definitely agree. Like, yeah, it's cool right now, you know, slap on some trackies, blah, blah, blah. But style evolves, you know, there was a time it was flares, you know, there was a time it was jeggings, God forbid, ever again. But (laughs) it happens. Do you know what I mean? Like, it it happens. So 
personally, I'm looking forward to the time where formal wear is it. And I don't mean like, you know, you need to be walking around in a three-piece suit because, let's face it, it's not practical. But just where more tailoring and formal wear is um, celebrated and commonplace, um, I'm looking forward to that. And I, I can see that happening, you know, just with the way things are going like you know there definitely has been a period for a while where you know girls will slap on an oversized blazer and I love that you know like it's nice you know even if you're wearing even if there's a hoodie underneath it's like okay cool but let's add some structure to this you know so yeah whoever it was that made that comment I agree like everything is cyclical it will move on and there'll be something else to take its place isn't sorry can I just jump on on that isn't there just like an element of like, I think the reason a lot of um, high fashion people are saying that is because they don't like people like, for example, first person that comes to mind, Jerry Lorenzo, in the space, doing things a bit significantly differently. So how can you say, I, I, I wouldn't say it's lazy. I know, like, you know, knowing you, our background yeah. was never tracksuit. It was always denim and all of that stuff. Mm. But in that, there's enough room. I think there's enough room in the world for people that want that look. So they can, because that look is an expression of themselves. Of course. And I get that. But for most people, I don't know if that, like, okay, I can't speak for most people actually. So let me just take that right back. For some people, I think it's like, I don't know if you're expressing yourself or if you actually can't be bothered to express yourself. Um, and you're talking of Jerry Lorenzo. Jerry Lorenzo is making sweatsuits with Zegna. these are not the same people that I'm talking about right right you know like it's a very different type of sweatsuits you know there's a a structure to it there's a form there you know so like I'm I'm not disputing like there's a place you know for tracksuits and whatnot absolutely I don't think they're ever gonna die but the fact I just don't think that they will be commonplace every single person wearing trackies like there's a time and a place for such attire and I don't think that that time and place is every day 24 7 365 like so you don't think that Jerry's outfit at the Met Gala wasn't wasn't it not really no that <laughs> looks like every Jerry every day like, exactly that's the, the whole point that's nice. what I'm, yeah. but this is what I'm saying that like the, the jacket is nice and stuff like that but if I'm like you're going to the Met Gala it's a theme it's essentially a fancy dress and you wore a tracksuit with a jacket and sliders, by the way. And Don't sliders. The sliders. That, Rubber yeah. sliders. It's like, what does? How does this represent the theme? This just shows. This is just. I got invited here last minute. I'm wearing my brand. The end. It's just marketing for the products that he's. Yeah, it's literally exactly. his latest exactly. range that he's put on. Of course, but the, to me, I'm just like, but this. You probably wear this every day. You probably do your Zoom calls like in clothes like this. Do, do you know what I mean? So to me, it's like it's it's nothing special like I, I don't remember a time where I've remembered somebody for the tracksuit they were wearing Jojo, Jojo do you think that um do you think that lockdown has affected how people dress um I think that lockdown has affected whether people want to buy clothes um which I 100% understand like why are you buying clothes if there's nowhere to go um and I think yeah like I mean I don't know about anyone else but like I put on the pounds during the lockdown and it's like, okay, maybe I can't wear tailored trousers. Maybe I have to wear cargoes, you know? But, yeah, I, 
I guess maybe, but to be honest, I don't really like using like lockdown as the excuse because London's very much open now. Um, you don't need to be wearing tech fleece anymore. Fair enough. <laughs> Ouch, shot fired. <laughs> <laughs> um, going back to um, Creparella, does, does that answer your question? If she's still there? Oh, uh, yeah, it answers it. It does. It's um, obviously you touched on it evolving, which, yeah, I completely, because of, because obviously um, of how I just kind of see fashion evolves quite quickly and things tend to, especially, I would say in the last few years, I feel like trends died like die out a lot quicker I just thought the whole casual look would have kind of died by now kind of thing or people would have moved on a bit from it but it could be somewhat relating to the whole lockdown and they you know I feel like a lot of brands were really promoting the whole you know casual look because you ain't going nowhere thing and I just yeah so I just kind of wanted to get your opinion from a obviously your standpoint on that but yeah she answered it that's fine Amazing, amazing. Appreciate your question. Thank you. Um, Courtney, um, appreciate your patience. Uh, thank you for waiting. Um, the floor is open to ask your one question. Or Yeah, uh, thank you. Um, before I start, it's definitely planting. Like, definitely, definitely planting. What? <laughs> Tell him again. Yeah, Tell him again. <laughs> but, um, Jojo, I wanted to ask a question, yeah, um, in regards to styling. So let's say you're on a shoot uh, and there's like and uh, there's like a different range of trainers that are there. Is is it is it too easy and too simple to go for the plain white pair of Air Forces or whatever trainer that is there if it's all white? Is that the easy option? Mm, yeah, of course. Like, you know, plain white Air Forces go with, you know, a lot of stuff, but I don't really pick them that much, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I always find that there's enough selection there to go with something else. It's more of a last resort pair, okay. I would say, for me. Mm. So it's, it's a last resort uh, because it's a safety thing. Like, if there's nothing else there, you know that yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. work regardless. If, if there's nothing else, I'll go for that. But fortunately, there's been something else. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, that was, that was my question. Awesome, awesome. Appreciate that, Courtney. Appreciate that. No worries. Um, Mr. Christmas, um, thank you for joining us and your patience. Um, good evening. Um, hey, Jojo. My question is basically about, um, the Mars Yards Nightcraft. How was that to test and how did it feel having to give that back? Good question. Oh, yeah. Very good question. Oh, wow. I forgot about that. Yes. Um... Yeah, I forgot about that. So, mm, Marjard, how was that? That was probably one of the most demanding, in a good way, in a good way, by the way, demanding projects to have been a part of. And by demanding, I mean the amount of work that actually went into that was crazy. Like, the homework, the group chats, the Monday afternoon Zooms, like it was crazy to understand like the process that Tom goes through in terms of, and I don't mean like the designing process because we weren't doing that, but in terms of just how abstract things can get, that was amazing. Like um, 
yeah, I really enjoyed being a part of that. But it just shows you how, I think, how much of a tangent things can go on, if that makes sense. Because there were like, there were projects where we would be like building our own planet. There were projects where we had to do, was it was it sit-ups or push-ups? It basically exercise. There were projects where we had to exercise. There were like it was insane there was required reading every week so that whole project was amazing to have been a part of and the community that was built as a result result of that project even more amazing like you know we have like discord groups and chats and stuff like that so yeah it was great and it was great to connect with his team as well really really good project yeah, it seemed like there was like um, loads of stuff behind the scenes that like people that wasn't involved directly that we didn't get to see. And, what do you yeah, mean? Like, you see what you just mentioned about the Discord groups and stuff that you was involved in, like, mm. like we didn't get to see that as like the public, innit? So like, it was, ah, like, yeah, interesting to see, innit? Like to hear like your perspective. Oh yeah, that we had group chats. We had, um, we even had an exhibition. We even had an exhibition in New York. Yeah, I forgot about that. At the end, you know, people were, you know, encouraged to submit their work. So whether it was the planets that we built or when we had to walk, um, walk to a place we'd normally drive to and map out the route um, to show Tom, like people exhibited, you know, where they walked, um, even our photographs as well. That was part of the exhibition. So there was um, two photograph tasks, one where we had to photograph things that we would buy if money was no object and we would have in our house so like I mean I took a picture of a phone booth like random stuff a grocery store stuff like that and I think there was another photo exhibition on architecture that we love like around our daily life so yeah loads honestly the one thing about that I feel like the sneakers app didn't really capture the amount of things that actually took place because in total I think we had four twelve twelve challenges um I don't know if any other wear testers are in here right now but yeah we had like 12 challenges and yeah it, it was a lot a lot went into it over the two months or so and then obviously of course we had to give the shoes back which was sad but you know it was fun I don't know I, I would have tested me to like give them back I'm not gonna lie oh no 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 you definitely had to give them back <laughs> there was a long contract <laughs> oh wow that would have gone missing on day one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Trust me, Nike were, yeah, they had those in a chokehold. Yeah. Oh, wow. I wow, didn't wow. fancy having bailiffs at my door, so. Um, just to tag on to um, Chris's question, what was the hardest part of doing um, the wear testing program? Uh, keeping up. Being disciplined and keeping up. Not Yeah, that is the real truth. Because we would have calls Monday, I think it was at two o'clock. Um, and that's like slap bang in the middle of a working day, you know. So, yeah, keeping up was the hardest part. Because by the time you finish one week, week two's reading is already up. Besides the required reading. And I'm talking like five, six, you know, bits of text from different places, you know. Um, once you've done the required reading, then you need to do the task. Then you need to submit it. So, Keeping up, you know, I was fortunate enough, I knew another wear tester on the program. So we're just, you know, subbing in and helping each other. You know, if I can't make one of the weekly calls, you know, she'll make it and let me know, okay, what's the task, blah, blah, blah. What did she do for hers? What am I doing for mine? So, yeah, it was kind of like having homework. Wow, wow, wow. Um, 
Mr. Christmas, do you have any more questions to... Uh... No, no, it was literally, I was kind of interested to find out what the, the Nightcrawler was like from a first-hand perspective. Cool. Um, okay, many, many thanks for your question, Chris. Thank Good. you. Moving on to Mr. Eli, um, many thanks for your patience. Um, the floor is open for you to ask your one question with Jojo. Yeah, hi, guys. Hi, Jojo. Hi, um, Eli. Uh, yeah, my question is, what would you consider, because we always have this debate around shoes, um, kind of like the brand of the year, in terms oh, of what? like getting into the final quarter. So yeah, the okay. brand you think's like done the most, obviously like beyond outside of London, people would say like Courtiers has like had London yes. smashed. Yes. Especially with the youth, but yes. on a wider spectrum, who would you say? Or maybe it is Courtiers. I don't know. Oh yeah, um, yeah, you you kind of stole it there. <laughs> um, yeah, Clint's done amazing work with Cortez, to be honest, and I don't think he's slowing down anytime now. Um, but another brand that I feel like has really been putting in work is New Balance, like. New Balance, like, of course, New Balance have been around for a long time, blah, 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 but their collabs have just been really strong, really consistent. Um, Having Teddy Santis at the helm definitely helps from a creative direction perspective. Um, Yeah, they're just consistently doing things well and, like, not too showy at the same time. Like, not that the shoes are not showy. I mean, some of them are, but they're just... I feel like New Balance is like, if I had to personify it, it's like a cool, like you're a cool uncle or something, you know? Like, doesn't do too much, but just always gets it right. Like, New Balance for me, yeah. They're just cementing themselves. Like, with with every drop they do, I'm like, yeah, they, they can do no wrong at this point. Cool. Yeah. You know the new Salehi Benbury shoe? Has that yes. really got a whistle on the back of it? I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true, but if it is, yeah, I need that. That's, that's if cool. it is, that is fucking, that's brilliant. I don't know if it's true, but it's cool. But it might be, maybe that's only for like family and friends. Don't know. <laughs> a whistle at the back, brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. Mr. Mr. Eli, um, does that answer your question, sir? Yeah, it does. And off the back of that, who would you reckon is going to have like a breakout year next year, like coming through the pipeline? Oh, Pieces Uniques, 100%. 100%. This is a French brand. You guys definitely check them out. Like, I have been working with them for the last, uh, bruh, maybe like four years now. And their growth has just been ridiculous. Like, even more so than I would have thought, to be honest. Like, just the the level and the pace at which they've gone at, definitely next year it's going to be just one of those brands that, that oh, everyone's wearing it. I mean, it's already getting to that stage. Certainly, you know, they're based out of Paris. Um, but, yeah, they are not slowing down. Sorry, um, I missed the name. What's it called? Pieces Uniques. Okay. Yeah, really, 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 really good brand. No worries. Nah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they definitely have it for, for next year. Okay. I've, I've made notes as well, so I'll, I'll check them out. But, um, Eli, uh, many thanks for your question. 
appreciate it, bro. And many thanks for your patience. And the same to um, my man in the pink balaclava, Mister. Um, the floor is open to you to, for you to ask your question to Jojo. If he's there, Mister Marquis. Yo, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. I pressed the wrong button. Yeah, so I'm Mr. Marquis, a.k.a. Team Planting, because we ain't never climbed the mountain yet. <laughs> Do you know what? Anton, I'm not inviting you up onto the stage next week, man. Look what you started. I'm sorry, <laughs> man. man. I'm sorry. I apologise. <laughs> okay, Jojo, thanks thanks a lot for your um, like all the questions that you've been answering. It's been really, really good. Um, I've got a question. As we know, fashion is kind of like a... It always goes away and comes back. The same styles kind of revolve. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of recent, like, bootcut jeans seem to be creeping up like they want to make a comeback. I have no clue why. But um, <laughs> I want to know, in fashion or in sneakers, is there any things that have come back around and you thought, what's going on? Why is this happening? This is not going to work. Oh. Um... So far, I mean, not so far. Like something that's come out recently. Yeah, because like I said, bootcut jeans. Even I was looking full, full size run the other day. Fabulous had a pair of bootcut jeans on with leather strips on the sides. Oh, thank you. I was like, hey, Troni. So far, that's not happened. To me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are naughty. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, so far, no, nah, there's nothing that I've seen that I'm like, oh my gosh, get it back. Like, no, no, no. Everything, everything that's been, you know, re-released, I felt like it has worked. Um, I think the only things that I would say might go back again is, I don't even really know how to describe it, but these, like, they're very, like, it's, it's female clothing, very stretchy you usually has like massive random gaping holes they're like almost like super stretch and with like loud prints on them oh like what a I shandy like... wore at fat joe's birthday i have no idea but <laughs> but very like just imagine like stretchy thin fabric like poster girl every... like who poster girl yeah like just loud yeah basically loud short and holy like holy with the e yeah i feel like they're great for now but i can definitely see them fading out very quickly of course they'll still always be revealing clothing in some form but just not in that specific form and that and that style but i know the girls are making a lot of money on that through alibaba and stuff like that so yeah alibaba can i can i quickly jump in on that yeah, go for it. Do you really think Virgil's bringing back those awful flares that he keeps pushing on us with the pictures that we see of him? Do you I mean, really, really are, think that's okay? Flares are back those, to the girls. Flares yeah, are definitely do you, back to the girls. Do you really think Uncle V is going to bring back those flares? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay. I think, I'm not going to lie to you, like, flares Say are definitely back to the girls. Say it with your chest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's a thing like it's a look whatever i think especially now when we have um more feminine guys uh non-binaries things like that this is the lane for them you know right it's not, right it's not marketing to like 
you know, your average, I don't know, cisgender, heterosexual Bruh, male. Like, man just got called average. No. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying, but, like, not for the everyday guys, you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, yeah. For, like, guys are a bit more feminine. Yeah, like... Yeah, that, but that's okay. Them. So, so okay. It's great that they're taking pictures in it, but practically on a day-to-day basis, are they coming back? Not for you, not for right. you. Okay. But they will do for others, definitely. Mad. Oh, to jump on the back of that though, when things happen and people keep seeing things in the public, doesn't that normally filter down? Yeah. Oh, you say not for you now, but at some point, you don't think that the children who see things are going to say, oh, we want those, and then it's going to become their thing. So it oh, kind of yeah. Like, you know, oh, yeah, it's for you them, know, for it sure. It might be Virgil today, them. Harry Styles tomorrow, and then it trickles down. Before you know it, Boohoo Man might have a variant of it. Boom, boom, boom. So, yeah. If you catch me in a flare, punch me. For... I will nah, I'll take a picture first. <laughs> in the chat. In the... <laughs> Do you know what? The following off the back of Mr. Marquis's question, I'm sorry, before I continue, Mr. Marquis, do you have um, a follow-up question? Um, yeah, kind of. Um, okay, so this divide between luxury brands and kind of sneaker culture, do you think that this will ever be fizzled out? Mm, that's a good question, you know. Um, some days I say yes and some days I say no some days I say yes because I feel like the higher, higher, higher ups in fashion and the fashion purists, if we want to call them that do not like it and they want it to end quickly Um, but other days I say no because like sneakerheads have been here they're going to be here so you know, you might as well start trying to find innovative ways to cater to them and enter into enter into their world or our world. So, yeah, that's a difficult question, which I cannot answer. Well, thanks for attempting, though. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, no worries. No worries. I was, sorry, I was going to, off the back of uh, Mr. Marquis's original question, I was going to say um, dungarees. I keep seeing them popping up here, they're everywhere. Really? Interesting. Yeah, yeah I just saw someone in a pair of leather dungarees. Hey, yeah. trolleys wow. everywhere, man. What's going on? <laughs> hey, Travis Scott stunt double, leave it alone. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like dungarees. Um, I kind of felt like they had their moment already, and they're more of like a summerish vibe. Um, what, but I mean, ones? yeah. But did you say leather ones? Not leather in the summer. No, 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 not leather ones. No, no, no. I'm just thinking of denim ones. Um, but yeah, nah, like they're cool. If if you can rock it, why not? Like what? I'm not like I'm not one to restrict people on, you know, what to wear when. If it looks good on you, it looks good on you. You know, so mm. yeah, run it. I, I hear that. I Just, hear that. You know, you might be called a farmer or something, but <laughs> if, if you want to run it, go for it. Dope, 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 dope. Right. Um, Jules, um, appreciate your patience. Uh, thanks for waiting. Um, the floor is yours to ask your one question to to Jojo. If you're still there, Jules. 
Good evening. Hi, Jojo. Hey, girl. Um, my question is, well, you stopped me before, so, you know, I'm not the most feminine piece of human tissue. Like, how would you suggest I switch up my style? Because I'm definitely not doing hot girl, hot girl summer. I believe that you're still <laughs> to be covered. It's like... Yeah. How do I look feminine but still be comfortable? Because I'm not down for skin and all the tightness unless it's in the gym. Yeah. How does that work? Especially now because hot girl summer is in. So like most times they ask me, are you a boy or a girl? And it's becoming very annoying. Yeah, that's not nice for anybody to experience. Um, I've definitely experienced that before. But I think I don't think I look like a boy, to be honest. Um best way to answer that question is to be honest you don't have to do hot girl summer like you really don't like you if you don't want to show your bits or wear skin tight clothing you don't have to like if for me if some days I have days where I'm like okay yes I do dress a bit tomboyish but I don't want to look overly tomboyish so on those days to be honest I don't I care less about what I wear and then I put more focus into my face you know, if it's applying a bit of makeup or doing my hair a bit differently or accessorizing, I love jewelry. So accessorizing with jewelry that just lets you know, like, hey, I'm a girl, you know, that kind of, you know, just to soften my overall look, I would suggest that you do that. But I never like to tell people to change what they're wearing. Like, you like it, you like it. Unless, I mean, they're paying me to tell them that. That's different. Um but yeah, like, I don't think you need to, if you don't want to do hot girl summer, don't do it. You don't have to subscribe to that. Like, wear what you want. If you want to represent yourself in a feminine way whilst you're wearing what you want, then absolutely, like, hair, makeup, nails, if you like that kind of thing, jewelry, accessories, whether it's a handbag, a tote bag, whatever, you know? So, yeah, that's what I would do anyway, because... I'm not changing my clothes. Cool. Um, Jules, does that answer your question? Yeah, thanks. Do you know what? Can can I just say really quickly, rating to you, Jules, for putting that question out? Because I know that a lot of people that I know would have difficulties putting that question out there. So kudos to you. Yeah. Honestly, like, do what you love, girl. Honestly, like, and you know, kids are mean. I've had kids say to me, or say to their parent, oh, mommy, is that a boy or a girl? Bruv, I'll slap you. <laughs> like, look at my face. I'm a girl, you know? So just wear whatever you like. Um, as long as you're comfortable and you like how you appear, that's fine. I dress, whatever, however I dress on a day is me saying, how do I want to communicate to people today? That's the first thing I think of. So it's, it starts with you. That's it. Cool. And do you know what? Just following off the back of what you've just said and um, Jules's question, would you say that's what authentic um, representation means to you in terms of being true to who you are in the way that you carry yourself, wear certain yeah. clothes and stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely. Like, don't, there's nothing, you can always spot someone that's forcing it. Someone can have like, nice clothes da, da, da. you can always tell when it's not really them you could put me in you know the best days and the highest fashion da, 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 da. 
But if whatever you've put me in doesn't speak to me, it's not going to come off as, as well as it could. So I think 100%, everybody knows that, like, fashion, like, it's it's down to you at the end of the day. It's not down to how much you spent on the product or how exclusive it is and whatever. Like, does this feel right for you? Are you comfortable in this? Are you communicating what you feel about yourself in this? Mm that's like for me that's the first thing when i get dressed every day is what am i communicating what am i trying to what's the message i'm trying to show people here Mm. and you know people might find that weird like oh how does that matter when you're just wearing i don't know some big bomber jacket like listen it's all part of it you know what am i doing down to the fact you know like for example it's fashion week this week i don't just wake up and think oh, yeah, I think I'll wear this today. I have to think, okay, what is the tone of today? If it's a roster of shows that are, I don't know, heritage English brands, I'm not going to wear an Averex, you know? I'm going to find a trench coat, you know? I'm going to try and find something that lets you communicate to whoever is around me that I understand this environment. I understand this environment and I have something to contribute to it. So it's all about communication and being authentic with that communication. That's what I think anyway. Okay, I hear that. I hear that, and I, I definitely, uh, yeah, subscribe to to your um, to your notion. Um, just a few, few, couple of more questions from myself, uh, and I'm gonna take it a little bit back um, prior to the questions being asked, and the fact that you've mentioned that you have on tap a lot of brands that you see you put peruse and so on and so forth. And uh, there's been a lot of uh, discussion in regards to diversity in, in, in various spheres. And what I just want to know from your vantage point is, should the onus be on brands to drive the diversity agenda or those within the sneaker and or fashion community? Mm, um well it has to be the brands in my opinion um they're at the top of you know whatever the chain whatever i mean the sneaker community is 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 already is diverse so how am i going to drive more diversity in there you're the one making the decisions you're the one controlling holding the purse strings so you know you do that it's your corp your corporations that need the diversity you know so for me the onus is on the brands whether it's sneaker brands fashion brands I don't care and the corporate companies that own those brands as well so not just you know it's not just going to be off-white you need to sort out your diversity okay but new guards group you need to sort out your diversity so everything trickles downwards in my opinion Hmm. I hear that I hear that. And um, just before we kind of take this to a close, I know you mentioned um, you're doing London Fashion Week, which starts tomorrow. Um, mm. Are we, can we be privy to uh, the projects that you'll be dealing yeah. with <laughs> during the next few days? I say this sensitively because I know there's mostly NDAs all across the projects that you've got going on. Yeah, I can't really say too much on London Fashion Week. Um, 
but um yeah like i mean as as each day unfolds whatever i share on my instagram at that point obviously it's public it's public knowledge is public you know so sure yeah i guess stay tuned awesome mr mr emil hello you want to um take us to the close um do you have any questions or anything yeah, like that? I, I, oh i got a question real quick jojo what's your uh what's your show of the year so far Shoe of the year so far? That's such a good question. I feel like this year I've been a bit out of it, shoes-wise. But, wait, now I have to refresh my mind on what has dropped and what I've missed, more specifically. Or, or what have you been wearing the most this year? Yes. Great Ooh, question. That is a good... Okay, what I've actually been wearing the most is those um, Alix Air Force Ones. Because, bruh, it's just, I know it's like everyone jokes, haha, black air forces, roadman shoe, blah, blah, blah. But they just work for everything that I need them to. They're like my beaters now at this point. It's just helpful if I know it's, it's going to rain, which more often than not, it has. So, yeah, I've just been wearing Elix AF ones. Um, yeah, beating them around, to be honest. But, I'm, I'm using them as like. A purpose for you. Pardon? I said that's that's fair because it serves a purpose to you. Exactly, yeah. Literally, I've been using them as stompers, um, shoes or shoes shoe of the year. Um, maybe AMMs, maybe. Yeah, that's this year, right? That was this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah good news. Yeah, yeah the freezer yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I would say AMMs, but wait, did Jordan Four's Union? Guava, was that this year? Nah. Was that the black one? Or the that's last year. Guava's last year. Guava's last year. I would have given it to the guavas. Okay, AMMs then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AMMs for this year, for sure. It's so weird, like, uh, to be honest, like, even though, yes, I'm a sneakhead, I feel like this year I've probably bought less. Okay. Yeah, I feel y'all trash. Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, really? I don't know what's happened this year, but I I feel before, last year I felt like oh every month or sometimes less than every month I'm coming home you know with a bag oh yeah yeah but this year I'm like what did I buy? I think I've just been buying New Balances. Oh wow, which is a I good thing because there's been so yeah? many good shoes. There's been so many good shoes that have actually dropped this year, but because there's so many, you get you become desensitized to them. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've started to pull away a bit just because I'm like, every week it's dunk after dunk. I'm like, oh, I'm over it, man. Yeah, it's been fatiguing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't know if anyone else has felt like that, but I have. Uh, Yeah, I have a little bit. I mean, there's, I think, to Jazz's point, she said it's trash. I think trash is a strong word. I think it's been, it's been lacking something um, I'm not. I'm not as inspired as I was the previous year. Uh, but I wouldn't say it was trash. I think also as well. I think there's been a lot of drops which have catered to a lot of people. So people are now having to pick and choose what they're actually what they actually want, rather than previous years <laughs> where people are just oh. picking up everything left, right, center. Yeah, I, I, the, I the matrix more... needs to be reset. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like look at the dunks. There's so many releases of the dunks. Like, of course, a lot of people want the dunks, but at the same time, 
there've been so many that it's like Nike. It's not like it's the kind of like Nike's relying on that release as well, like you know, of the dunks. Oh, doesn't compare to each other. Tony, what's going on in Birmingham, man? Your reception's on the blink. I know. I think I've, I think you've passed it on from where you're at, man, because normally it's you, but this time I'm feeling the effect. You've got the drunkard shaking your satellite, isn't it? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> They've only just got the uh, GM, bro. Hey, hold on a minute. Don't you start. You know where you're <laughs> Don't you even start. <laughs> oh, but no, nah, I don't think it's as good as last year. Last year was way better. This year, it's just been a bit... Yeah, it's not a good fight. September's been really, really quiet, which is a good thing. You get a break, get a bit you of time. To... This, I think this year's just been like a variation on the theme of 2020. Not not much differentiation, just different colourways or different rehashes. Or that's what, I've been a bit bored this year, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I've been I bored. Think... And it's... Wait, guys, sorry. I want to change. I want to change my shoot of the year. I'm so Oh, here we go. Oh, here we so, go. Did you just run away to, to look at your shoe collection? <laughs> no, no, I've, I've literally just been going back through what has dropped this year. It has to be Jordan, Travis, Fragment, Lowe's. Not the highs, the lows. Oh, God, here we go. That, here we go. Sorry, <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't say here we go because let me tell you, I don't like Fragment. I don't. I don't like Fragment. Every Fragment that's ever dropped, I do not like them. But so these. Why they're so hard. And, and the wind, this is how I know. No, this is how I know they're so hard. I don't like fragments and I don't really wear lows. I'm more of a high person. But the colours work. The sail, the white, the blue, the backwards switch. Oh, nah. Sorry. Yeah. And the, when you switch it out for the pink laces, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my shoe idea. 100%. Ooh. Okay. 100%. There, there was a lot of certain, certainty in your voice there. Yes, that is my shoe of the Because for me to like fragments, I don't think you understand. Every time a fragment shoe comes out, I hate it. Because it's boring. Are you sure you hate fragments? Because remember that time we were in that queue and that chick Uh-oh. was in the front? Uh-oh. Don't try and out me right now. I don't <laughs> that like that. That French girl. That French girl. <laughs> do, you remember? do you remember? And she was first in the queue and people tried to bump her. But she what ended was this up... for? The Sean Weatherspoons, mate, at size. That French yeah. girl had fragments on, if I remember correctly, at the front. And but you was her them. outfit nice? Was her outfit nice? Okay, that's besides the point, but you like the shoe. <laughs> didn't you? Outfit. you like the shoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was there. I was there. You like the shoe. I like fragments. I don't like fragments, but I like those. Look how these are arguing, man. <laughs> I know. See? Rivalry. Gosh. <laughs> right. Oh, right. Is there, does anyone oh. have any other questions before we wrap this up? Yeah, because like, yeah. Well, Thanks, Jojo, for today. You started without me. I thought we were starting at ten o'clock. Oh, right. Oh, here we oh go. look at this guy. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Ray, do you have any questions? Because we're looking to shut this one down. No, no, no. I'm good, man. I'm in a place called Bagley Fields um, in Leeds. I'm on a stakeout. Say no more. Are <laughs> chicken and cows was walking through the hotel like it's nothing? Sorry, say that again. Don't worry about it. I won't. Oh.
<laughs> no, I've got nothing to add. I've got nothing to add, Emil. Jojo, big up. I didn't hear it. I'll listen back to it. Kind of, it's been recorded. I know it was been. I know it would have been a good one anyway. Oh, it was. It's definitely a good one. Definitely a yeah. good one. Um, Jojo, um, listen. We just want to say thank you so much. Um, we appreciate you taking time out to to hang with um, the panel family. Um, just want to say thank you so much. Um, to our um, people that asked the questions, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. And to the audience that have been hanging with us, listening to the conversation, the questions, and everything else, um, as ever, we appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, just before we go, Jojo, do you want to tell um, everyone where if they want to holler at you, like what your IG is and, and so on and so forth? Yeah, sure. First of all, thanks for having me, guys. Um, thanks for not bullying me, apart from my brother just trying to chime in there at the last minute. Um, yeah, you can find me at Jojo Vandalkid, literally how it's spelled on this chat. That's exactly my at. Um, yeah, and you can also find me at Vandal Way. So Vandal and then Way. Um, those are the two IG accounts that I have. Which is more important, Vandal Way or Jojo Vandal? I think Jojo Vandal Care because it just gives you a more overview of like me. Dope. Absolutely dope. Thank you so much, Jojo. Um, yes. I, I have been your co-host, Pedro. Um, many thanks to all of you that have been listening. Until next week, uh, yeah, keep it locked to the panels online. And um, yeah, good night, good bless. Thank you. Peace and love. Peace and love. Good night. Uh, There's people. Planting.